What's up, Dreadheads? I'm John. And I'm Joe. And this is a brand new episode of Spread the Dread Podcast. We're glad you're back for another one. Joe, we wrapped up Black History Month. Yes, we did. Yeah, covered that last week. I didn't get any shitty messages. No. I'm happy. We did it tastefully somehow. I I think we were able to remain couth, which (laughs) is is not easy for us. No. Uh, Despite the subject matter, Mm. just because we like, I don't know, offending people's funny. I don't know. I think it just doesn't matter whatever though we got through it we had it way i thought we had some really interesting topics Mm -hmm. uh so if you guys missed any of those four episodes definitely want to go and check those out the numbers have been good we appreciate all of that joe for anyone here for the first time or for you know back for a second helping of this (laughs) what's the best place to uh find us and link up with us that would be spreadthedreadpodcast.com what are they going to find there you're going to find the links to the most popular podcast streaming platforms as well as our donation tiers our merch store and uh, of course our social media right and there's a uh, a player right at the top of that thing Mm -hmm. that's got all of our episodes so for some reason you don't have a podcast app or you're on a computer or something, you can go there yeah. and listen to all the episodes right there from the or website. Or you go to the Podbean website where that's who hosts us as yep. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is the place to go. And um, again, Joe mentioned uh, about the merch store, the donation tiers are there, all the episodes. I mean, all the places you can find us. It, all, that's all you need to do. Spread the dread podcast.com. Save it as like your homepage. Do you need Google? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should just put a search bar like in ours, like a Google search bar. If our website our was website. snazzier, I'd be like, yeah, but no, you're good. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's where to go. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, before we start into the episode, if you guys are wanting to get free stickers, we've had, we have a lot of you who have been doing this. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of them shipped out, but a lot of y'all have been leaving the five star reviews on Apple or Spotify. And, and never, not sending re- a never shit. Never reaching out with the screenshot. I mean, it's fine if you guys look. I I don't want those motherfuckers to know my mailing address. <laughs> that I respect. But if you're yeah. just too fucking lazy to screenshot and get some free stickers, shame on you. So if, again, if you have left us a five star review on Apple or Spotify and you have not claimed your five star super spreader spread the dread podcast sticker, you need to get a screenshot of that review. And send that along with your mailing address to us on IG or Facebook or at spreadthedreadpodcast at gmail.com and we'll send you out some free stickers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it, dude. That's it for this I know. Week. We're getting better and better at this. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so um, we're going right back into the obscure. Yes. Again, we said Black History Month is over. So what did we do? We found some of the whitest fucking people that have <laughs> ever existed. Uh, and we're going to do an episode on them, Joe. So everyone hold tight and let's get it started about Ray and Faye Copeland. Thieves, killers, and grandparents. So like we do every time... I'm going to throw it over to you, Joe, to take care of the bios like you do best. Of course. Um, so we got Ray Copeland. He was born on December 30th, 1914, just after the start of the of World War One. Um, him and his parents, Jess and Lainey Copeland, they actually moved around the country um, a lot during his childhood. The family actually settled into Ozark Hills, Arkansas. I told y'all we were getting, we were getting white as fuck. <laughs> white as fuck. Uh, so while they were traveling, uh, Ray gained himself a younger sister and younger brother. Because you are never too poor to fuck. Uh, you are never too poor to fuck. But condoms ain't expensive. <laughs> it's a, well, I mean, that doesn't feel good. Oh, God. That's not the same. <laughs> 
And I'll be damned if a poor man shouldn't deserve unprotected sex just the same as a rich man. <laughs> but a- as I said, though, we all we all know them. We all have those people in our lives yeah. that you look at them and you're like, God damn, that's a mess. And now she's pregnant again. <laughs> Hopefully we're not that for somebody because you're pregnant right now. I was right going to say that next. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, so- Somebody's be like... Ooh. <laughs> got another one. Uh, yeah, so the Copelands, uh, again, uh, Ray, his uh, siblings, and his father and mother, uh, soon became one of the many victims of the Great Depression. And Ray actually had to drop out of school uh, during the fourth grade to help his family, uh, his family man- maintain their small farm, which was, you know, the style at the time, as, they, as Grandpa Simpson was one to say. Damn right uh, it was. <laughs> However, it, appear, it, it appears that he was kind of a spoiled child, or at least he was very demanding. Uh, but, but often when he would demand things, uh, they would shortly be delivered to him. So Maybe it, his parents were just kind of spineless. I, I don't know. I mean, mm. you know, you figure back I mean, he'd be time. spineless and poor. It's not as often, though. You notice? I don't know if you're most... I mean, I grew up poor and my parents were not smiling. All of the poor kids that I knew, they... We grew up rough. Yeah. (laughs) We had a piss beat out of us. By each other and your parents. Because there was... I mean, not in your case, but I mean, there a few of them that come to my mind from my childhood. I'm not saying names, but... (laughs) The word "brood" is is an is an app word for the amount of children uh, that were living in houses that were not meant for that, <laughs> that many people. people. And they, they would always randomly come to school. One of them would just randomly have a black eye. It could be the youngest, it could be the oldest. No idea where it came from. But anyway, back to the Copelands. Um, and now we. Again, they, they, they go through all that. They, they survive it. Right? You can yeah. ima- as you can imagine, for this time in American history, they're, they're not, they're, there's not a ton of details uh, about what people had going yeah, on. Yeah, the Great Depression. The- people weren't documenting their day-to-day shit. No, they are no, trying to fucking no. survive and eat. No. Uh, but at age 20, Ray Copeland, uh, he committed his first crime. Uh, and this is, this is, boy, this is, I don't know what this is. This is some, like, Jerry Springer shit. He stole two hogs from his own father. Jess and uh, sold him in the next went, town. Went, oh, went that is a, yep, so shitty. Yep, and sold him. Uh, his father found out, and actually, no formal charges were filed. Uh, but Ray did continue to commit more crimes uh, in the following years, and most of his crimes, Joe, were stealing uh, livestock. Exactly, was stealing livestock. <laughs> well, this is the devil I know. <laughs> I'm for real, you know. Hopefully he wasn't doing anything with the livestock first and then selling it off. Oh, gross. Why would you go there? I, I don't know. I mean, we're... I know we're in that, he's in that part of the country. And... Well, I didn't mean that. Damn, I didn't even go that fucking far. I was just saying, you know, because he's on our fucking show, there's something wrong with him. Maybe he started diddling livestock. That's I don't what know. what I was referring to. What did you think I was referring to? <laughs> About them being like Arkansas or from Arkansas or like Hick or something. I thought that's where you were going with it. I don't personally know when he went from Arkansas. <laughs> I know the rumors of Arkansas, and those 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 tend to have a lot of prejudices built in, <laughs> you know. So whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, he was usually stealing livestock. Now he started turning to uh, more serious crimes. Uh, 
then he was arrested in 1936 for forging government checks in Harrison, Arkansas. Uh, because of this, he was sentenced to one year in county jail, Joe. Okay, so it must it shouldn't have been, I guess, that much money then, because I know, I know, like you know, over a certain threshold, it's like prison and shit. So. Yeah, I, I no idea, especially <laughs> if he's already had run-ins for stealing animals. Like they're just like this idiot's fucking trying to graduate, and he's not. He doesn't have the qualifications. <laughs> um, in spring of 40, 1940, Ray made a routine visit to uh, a physician's office where he met then 19-year-old Faye Della Wilson. Um, white-ass name. There. <laughs> uh, she was born August 4th, 1921 to Rufus and Gladys Wilson. Um, and her parents were like a hard-working couple from Harrison, Arkansas. And despite them having little money, they were actually ra- able to raise seven children in a dirt floor cabin. I, I mean, they, they mentioned the floor being dirt. My bigger concern, how, how, what kind of square footage are we talking? <laughs> Seven kids and two, you know, that's one of the things we used to always, we, we had had this conversation at some point about if you watch like old shows where like, you know, in the 1800s or like the, the wilderness frontier times and shit, yeah. they would have like a cabin with like two rooms in it. Yeah. And 10 kids and then ten the parents. Kids, like, dude, like. How I mean, obviously the parents were fucking a lot. Yeah, and you How had to hear that shit because you know there's no such thing as soundproofing. Fuck no. That's some squeaky fucking furniture. Right, dude. So you, like, ten kids are literally audience to y'all just bring an 11th in the world. Right. Could you imagine, like, Gross. an above, above view of that? You just see all of these wide eyes on one side of the room. You see, that maybe that's why people are tougher back in the day because they had to listen to that shit. We're... we're Freaked out the idea of that, but that's what they grew up with. Right, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, how long? I that's mean, why they're tougher. I had to hear my parents fuck up until I was 15 yeah. and got married. Yeah, you ever had your fucking dad's foot hit you in the face <laughs> and stay there while he's fucking your mother? Oh, no, God. no, I, I, I did not mind killing Nazis, okay? <laughs> I didn't have a problem with it. Oh, uh, they're forging documents to get into service. Like, right? <laughs> Jesus, just uh, trying to please send me somewhere. Fourteen shots and not here. Uh, but so, so Faye and Ray they started dating, and of course, as poor people did back then, uh, in about six months they, they got hit. Married. Yeah. Uh, within a year later, they had their first child. Uh, it was a boy. Uh, they named him Everett. Uh, after Everett, two years later, they had another son. His name was Billy Ray. Another just fucking white ass name right there. Boy, I, that's so white. Like I get scared. Like if someone's like, yeah, like if someone was yeah, bringing Billy friends, Ray or like a Billy Joe. Yeah. That's really, if someone was like, yeah, like if a friend was like, oh, I'm bringing so-and-so like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. He's cool. What's his name? Billy Ray. Mm, like <laughs> they could tell me Billy Ray was black and I'd still be like, ah, I don't know. That's just not a name that. That makes me feel comfortable. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, remember, I'm from South Carolina, so I speak with fucking, you know, reason to say so. Um, in 44, Ray decided to take his bumpkin ass and his whole bumpkin ass family out to Fresno County, California. Wow. Where uh, he and Faye had uh, their only girl. Uh, her name was Betty Lou. Uh, and then another two years later, they had a third boy. Uh, or sorry. Yeah, no. Yeah. A third boy, Alvia. Uh, hmm. And in another two years, uh, they in 1949, they had William Wayne, who was their final child. 
So even midst of uh, having all these kids, the same year William was born, Ray was accused of stealing horses from a local farmer. There weren't any char- uh, actual charges filed, but because of his reputation and his, you know, his rap sheet, Fresno County was uh, left with damages. Or damaged? Well, well, like his his reputation was damaged in there. I would assume. So what we're saying here is that he was oh, accused of right. stealing Oh, that's right. He's already horses. moved. Some over here are thinking like, oh, he's still in Arkansas. Yeah, no, that was a dumbass me. I, I could not find any information about what him and Faye were doing for work out in Fresno. I, mm-hmm. I would imagine with the the pregnancies and just the way things were, I would imagine Faye was probably a homemaker mm-hmm. at best. Probably did like some sewing or some shit like that for for the neighborhood shit for you know little money here and there. I never could find out what he was doing. Uh, and most of all of his shit is stealing other things to sell them for money. And he was trying to forge checks and shit like that. So I'm going to assume he was still committing crimes while the kids were being born. That's what I was thinking. Maybe they were yeah. bouncing around because, again, they, they ended up leaving Arkansas, like right in the midst of having all of these to go to California. I mean, yeah. that's almost the other side of the fucking country. Yeah. Um, and, you know, then, I mean, you don't just come out of retirement and be like, all right, stealing some horses. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he got caught for that. And like I said, because of the damaged reputation, I guess he was like, oh, enough time's passed. Let's go back to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, Joe, less than a month after they, they got back there, Ray was arrested again, uh, this time for stealing cattle. Uh, and he was actually found guilty of grand larceny and sentenced to a, another year in jail. Um, after he completed this sentence, Ray moved the family to Rocky Comfort, Missouri. <laughs> and then did the same shit. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, he moves out to Missouri, <laughs> gets arrested for fucking cattle theft, gets sentenced um, to help in manual labor at the judge's farm. Which, but it's like, like, he's like, nobody in Arkansas talks to anybody in Missouri. I can go up there and steal cattle. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, no. Oh, did no. you, I don't know, figure out how to steal it without getting caught yet? Then right. maybe not. Um, so, yeah. So he knocks out that sentence. And, and then in 1953, he begins following the same pattern that his parents did to, you know, with him in, in childhood, moving his family around from town to town to town. Yeah, it so, makes it a lot easier to be a check forger too. You know? Yeah, that's the and that's if you're the stealing truth. shit. You gotta you, you were planning on cutting and running anyway, so you yeah, know. yeah. So um, and during these travels, he was actually arrested at least five times for writing those forged checks like you were talking about. Yeah. Now during the summer of 1966, Joe, the the Copeland family, fucking Ray and Faye and all them kids, mm-hmm. <laughs> returned to Missouri. <laughs> the Copeland clan. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, they 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 went back to Missouri, uh, where they actually successfully purchased like a small farm. It was like about 40 acres. Uh, in Mooresville, Missouri. So now they're there. So I guess, you know, at this point, the kids are getting a little older. The last kid they had was 1949. Mm -hmm. So yeah, shit. Yeah. All of them are pretty much gone except for that little one. So Faye is is, uh, working at like uh, a local glove making company. Um, Ray was still, still no talk of this. I guess he was full-time farmer now with the 40 acres. Mm -hmm. Um, but he was not popular with the neighbors, Joe. Yeah. They uh, they viewed him as a bitter old man <laughs> and suspected he physically abused his family. I we, love that that was enough of a reason not to like but, somebody back in the day, but yeah, now you need a laundry list. Yeah, look at him. Look, I don't know the man, but he looks like a guy who... Fuck sh- that old son of a bitch. Shit hasn't worked out well, and he's not happy about it, so fuck him for it. Yeah. But you've seen those because they were just like, I bet he beats his kids. Yeah. <laughs> Because he was so bitter looking. We, we've seen those people, though. We've all seen those yeah. people. Like, boy, they look like 
They are not fun to go home with against like, mom and dad. <laughs> but now Faye and the kids would actually later deny these same allegations from the neighbors. So at least that lets you know he may have been bitter looking, but at least he wasn't a family hitter. I mean. Well, yeah, it never, it never comes out about that. But I just yeah. love the neighbors just like, look how surly he looks. I bet he hits them. <laughs> like, I just love how fucking judgy people in even Mooresville, Missouri can be. And if we have any Mooresville, Missouri dreadheads, just if you're from Mooresville, Missouri and you hear this i don't care if it's three years from now you fucking reach out to us and i'll just send you like i don't know a free t-shirt or something because i've never <laughs> i work in logistics and i've never heard of mooresville missouri um so you know yeah, copeland yeah, get, yeah, get into him now so yeah. he's, he's wanting to get some money joe what does he do <laughs> yeah but he knows another arrest for forgery would send him to prison for a really long time because of his rap sheet See, now, so he concocts and I do mean now he's finally thinking i know right but Instead of just going on the straight and narrow, fucking working a goddamn job, um, this motherfucker thinks about, hey, let's come up with a scheme to scam people while purchasing cattle. So the thief turns into a broker of cattle. Really? I guess. So here's here was the idea and 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 it worked. Now, again, let's let's remember he's he's not tricking scientists. (laughs) I have nothing against cattle farmers or anything like that. Uh, but maybe back then, if you ended up being a cattle farmer in the Missouri area who was duped by Ray Copeland, <laughs> you're probably not the fucking, you know, sharpest knife in the fucking drawer. So, you know, and you're probably not listening anyway, so I don't even know why I went into that. But here's the plan. So this was Ray's plan was to show up at cattle auctions, uh, that was catering to like hitchhikers and drifters. So like, mm. I-, I couldn't figure out... What the fuck? What they meant by that? Are there drift? Were there drifting cattle ranchers in Missouri back in the day? And if you can answer that question, that's not too long ago. You're right. We're talking. We're talking a hundred years ago. No, I have no idea. But it said hitchhikers and drifters. Because I was like, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm baffled. So so catering the hitchhikers and drifters. So if the auctions aren't catering, maybe Ray was catering, and it was just like a weird way for the articles to fucking put it. Uh, but he he would have a man that he was that uh he was purchasing cattle from, writing out a check from Ray's book, sign said check, and then sell the cattle before the check could bounce. So Ray was basically writing bad checks before the check would bounce. He would then sell off the cattle so it's pure profit. Jeez Louise. Um, he would then claim innocence to the authorities who would eventually come to investigate and allege that the signatures on the checks were forged because he was having someone else sign his name. Uh. Uh, since the men that he purchased cattle from were hitchhikers and drifters, they would have already skipped town to continue with their travels and, uh, you know... Covering his ass for Kinda forgery. Was. Ray was able to get away with this uh-huh. scheme dozens of times. And believe me, if somebody knows anything about Ray, see, this is how uncriminally, uncriminal my, any kind of my talents are. Yeah. Because I. Absolutely. I would have never I, thought of something no, like this. No. And when, even reading it, I wrote these notes. I read these notes multiple times. I just read them and I'm still confused about exactly how all that shit worked. Uh, uh, maybe there's a YouTube video about it. Maybe not. I don't know if they can legally put up like how to successfully forge checks, you know, <laughs> but I would like to know that because I, I'm not, believe me, I have no intentions of ever fucking trying it, but I would like to at least, you know how like, for instance, when some people talk about like certain 
Like I like I remember hearing all about Ponzi schemes from from Bernie Madoff getting arrested. No fucking idea what the fuck a Ponzi scheme was. Took me forever to finally like read it, figure out exactly what was going on. Like I, there needs to be someone. Maybe there is. There's a YouTube channel. That See just, now I want you to enlighten enlighten me because I don't think I really know what a fuck a Ponzi scheme is. I don't know. And right now we're in the middle of this. We'll, yeah, we'll look yeah, it up let's later. yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> he. He was able to get away with this dozens of times until one of his uh, victims, Gerald Perkins, was interrogated by police and he exposed Ray's scheme. So Gerald Perkins was the guy signing the check and he finally got caught up, I guess, enough people reported or some shit. So, okay, so my understanding was that he was using these drifters to actually sign off on these checks, so... If Gerard Perkins was one of his victims, did he purchase the cow from him, or was he one of the drifters that he had Fortune's signature? Is where, this is, and how did he expose his scheme if he was one of the drifters? Yeah, this is confusing uh, as no, well. No, this is what I'm saying, and, and, and nothing from any of the sources I got really delved into it. The best I could, I could figure out, because I don't understand why anyone local would be okay with him, do, like, with, okay with like, signing a check for him. Yeah. Yeah, but exactly. also I don't understand where the, where the drifter or the hitchhiker. Maybe he gave them some money or something. I have no yeah, fucking it's so idea. Fucking Again, no fucking idea how. He but did either this. way, so either way, it still wasn't that great of a scheme. Even if we're fucking confused, um, he was still arrested and, and he actually got uh, two years in jail for this this instance of check forgery. All right, which actually brings us right into the murders. So, John, why don't you take over yeah, so yeah, I can where, sip my where soda? It, where, <laughs> it, no, where it finally gets into this. So, uh, when when Ray was released from prison, like I said, uh, as Joe said, it was uh, almost two years. Uh, he tweaked his scam like a, a, a little. Uh, instead of having his scam victims write checks from his account, they would be told to get a post office box and open an account in their name. Then have them write checks from their accounts at cattle auctions. His explanation for this to the scam victims were that auctioneers disliked him for one reason or another and would not give him a fair shake or a fair shot uh, to buy. Okay. Uh, after the scheme was carried out, Ray would eliminate the key witnesses by murdering them. So that was his new plan. Wow. Was, okay, the only I need money, yet. so people are going to die. Loose lips, sink ship, motherfucker. <laughs> And I know how to fucking handle that shit. Wow. So that's what he would do. Um, now, Faye was, was actually an accomplice in this as well. I don't think they ever proved that she actually murdered somebody. But, but she at least knew about the theft, the knew forgery. And was, well, knew and was helping them hide bodies and shit and stuff oh, like that. But we're, we're getting into that. Okay. Okay. So, so, so Ray's, Ray's new plan worked, Joe. Um, but they, so the victim count pretty much matches how often it worked. So they get conviction for five. It is suspected up to 12. Okay. So uh, as far as victims. Mm -hmm. So now the Copelands targeted hitchhikers and drifters, Mm -hmm. as we've said, aged in their twenties. So young and dumb. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ray would kill them after he gained their trust and had them purchase cattle using the checks via the post office box shit thing he had going on um and they 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 you know they did that because he asked them to again again i i you know every time i think the fact that the nigerian prince emails used to be a really big problem from people really believing that shit was legit 
I, I, dude, they're, some people are just fucking stupid. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think every generation just somebody who's just done. I can see, up. I can see them, him like yeah. welcoming hitchhikers and drifters in, giving them a place to stay and food and shit like that, like, and then catching them with their guard down. That makes sense. Yeah. But him being like, you know, them people don't like me, and and the, see, that's a crazy thing. Instead of killing people, he could have went into sales and made a shit ton of fucking money. Right. Yeah. The sales like really, all use lies. that fucking skill set. Don't steal. <laughs> don't I, yeah. con. Yeah. Go sell cell phones. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he would have fucking, he would have really racked up in like insurance. Oh, I know, right? Holy you know what I'm shit. saying? But, uh, Sorry, we don't. No, 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 no. You're <laughs> fine. You're fine. Uh, so when, when he killed the victims, Ray would, would shoot them execution style in the back of the head with a 22 caliber Marlin bolt action rifle. So bolt action, you got to, is that? That's the one, you know, it's got the little the little flap knob thing there. And yeah. You pull it pull back that. and cock it that way. Bolt action rifle. So it's an old school rifle. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, they would then bury the bodies on their property or the property of another barn uh, that Ray had. Or, or, sorry, had not property. Or... Yeah, it was on his property. It was another okay, barn so that was on the property. All right. Um, so in the case, Joe, a victim, Dennis Murphy, his body was actually dumped in a well. Um and that was the only one that they, they didn't do as far as like burying them. Ooh, or... so Faye kind of knew. I saw a redhead. I'm sorry, but no. I found that interesting. So she had to have known something fucking was no, up. No, she absolutely knew. Yeah, even if she didn't know that they, like, um, even if she didn't participate in the killing, but created a quilt made from the clothing of their victims. That's some... That's some interesting shit right there. Part of me is like, okay, was it because of like growing up in the Great Depression? And she's like, look, I mean, I know we killed them, but these clothes are still good. Like, we could do something with this. Or like, did she have something fucked up about her where she was like making a quilt as like a memento to what the fuck they were doing? I, you know, it's, I mean, it could be, it could literally 50 50 with what it could be. I know, but not really, because then she it goes on to say she also made a list of the, the names of their farm workers, and it conclu- it included their confirmed and suspected victim count. Yeah. And at the end of the victim's names, there would be an X marking the fact that they had been even killed. So she not only did, did she keep trophies, it's like she she's kept doing, the hit list. She's doing the book. She's doing the bookkeeping. Yeah. She was like his murder accountant. <laughs> like she had like a ledger. You're really enjoying killing these people That's what at I'm this saying. point. I think, I think it's. I think that she has. She some, over here doing crafts. Bro, <laughs> to memorialize their crimes. Victim, like that's a goddamn bro, commitment, man. That's like victim crafting. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. That's oh goddamn Eggie. It's like on that level. Like, yeah, he didn't oh. have kills, but, like, he was still making shit. Yeah, I'm like, that, that is some commitment. He made that dope-ass <laughs> nipple belt. I think, I mean, honestly, or the, the, the gloves that were made from hand skin, yeah. that's ingenious. I know. That's smart. But that's what that's I'm saying. Just, like, just... like, anytime you have crafts where you're making things, like, out of stuff for, from your victims, yeah. i.e. your victim themselves or their belongings, that's some crazy shit. Yeah. If, if someone's not alive and it's because of you, <laughs> like, the only, really the only thing you <laughs> should, you're, you're thinking sh- about is crafts. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Quilts. Like... <laughs> That's the first thing that comes to your mind. Well, I mean, like, they she was they were saying that like clothing, so I mean I wonder if it was mostly pants, because I mean I unless he told them to like take their shirts off 
when he was fucking clapping oh, yeah. him in the back yeah. of the head. There was definitely them shirts there's was a little some, bloody. Yeah, it's gonna be DNA bloody, all that was quilt. There, that was there like that leaves me one to oh think. Was there God. bloody patches on the quilt? They and, don't and say. Watch, and watch me be completely wrong because they grew up in like the Great Depression. And like, well, waste not, want not. We need to take these and recycle these clothes into something, yeah. and then not even be all that malicious. Yeah, God, God hates people that. Yeah, God hates waste. <laughs> You know, okay, but uh, but yeah. So now, during their crimes, uh, they 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 had they they employed uh, I guess a helper or something to do to to participate in this. But but this wasn't a young one, uh, a young man. This was a fifty-seven-year-old. His name was Jack McCormick, uh, and he caught on to what the hell was was going on there. I guess finally they got a hold of someone who had like a fucking ounce. There's of a lot scent. of brand new garden beds around yeah. here. She sure has spilt an awful lot of strawberry jam on that quilt. <laughs> but uh, uh, when Ray sensed that McCormick uh, was 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 suspicious of him, he actually attempted to kill McCormick. Uh, but Jack McCormick was able to you know get away and actually alert the authorities. Uh, he told the authorities that he had seen human bones on the property and that Ray Copeland had tried to kill him. Uh, now, the authorities were already aware of Ray's arrest record, and, and they, they were able to get, gather some evidence to support McCormick's statements. Uh, they were able to get a search warrant well, for the Copeland property. Yeah, yeah, at least that's good. They didn't go in there all willy-nilly and they, them being able to get rid of the evidence. Yeah, we've well, so, got yeah. 40 acres, you know, that's a, that's a lot of place, you know, and yeah. You yeah, it's huge. Yeah, absolutely. And so after a week-long search on their property, they eventually um, did recover three bodies, a list of farm help- helpers by Faye, and yeah, a quilt made from the clothing of the victims were discovered. Jesus, the list and the quilt. You know, I bet when they, like, pulled that out, you know, like, inside Ray's like, God damn it, I told her stop <laughs> making a fucking quilt. That was just that's fucking trash. We got to fucking, that's evidence. She won't fucking listen. I'm going to go to fucking jail because of her. That uh, bitch. God damn it, Faye. I'll fucking kill you. You know, just... <laughs> It's so the following. Like, like, it's like that's the whole evidence. I know. Like, you, I know. You to, like what? They're like we don't have bodies, yes, but we do have a quilt <laughs> with at least seven different people's DNA on it. Several areas of and they didn't even have DNA back then. It's just the names and all of that. That is literally like their list and all that is the equivalent of like licking your victim. This you know this day and age, they literally left a trail. Yeah, I. <laughs> that was like too up to the capabilities it of was, prosecution for that time. Trail. <laughs> it's too stupid. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, they they found the quilt, the list. Uh, uh, that the was following made, week though. Yeah, the following yeah. week they keep the investigation going. Yeah. They're like, All right, they, these are names you were missing. There are X's, and that's a that quilt smells like a corpse. <laughs> We got to look again. So, yeah, what happens the next week, Joe? Yeah, so they end up going ahead and searching that other barn that was purchased by Ray and found two more bodies. Yeah, so, so all, yeah. again, in, in total, they found a total of five. Okay. Uh, like I said, the, 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 they suspect up to 12. And, again, I mean, you're not talking about a busy area. It's not like we're talking about a major city or anything like that. If they're saying, oh, it could have been up to 12 and there's any decent amount of like last known information about those victims that yeah, kind of like approx- puts them coming across. Yeah, them. approximations. You, you, got, you gotta go yeah. ahead and say they probably did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They you know, if, you, if you've got somebody who came from California and you know for a fact they were hitchhiking at least through 
some other fucking state, you're going to be like, ah, there's a possibility they could have right. came through here. Right, but as we said, the total uh, confirmed victims uh, was was five, Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, so you've got uh, Paul Jason Cowart. He was 21 years old from Dardanelle, Arkansas. You got John Freeman, who was 27. He was from Boonville, Indiana. Uh, Jimmy Dale Harvey. That's God damn. That's, <laughs> that's, that's another one of names. Killer. I didn't need to look. I guarantee you, there's a serial killer with that full name. <laughs> Twenty-seven years old from Springfield, Missouri. Wayne Warner uh, was. Uh, they didn't have an age for him, but Bloomington, Illinois. And uh, then Dennis Murphy, who was 27. Normal. Uh, sorry, 27. He's from Normal, Illinois. Yeah, normal. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I think those guys must have been traveling together. I would think because, uh, well. That's just ironic, maybe, because Bloomington Normal is, like, one of those sister cities. Like, you have, like, Champaign-Urbana, you know, and then there's Bloomington, Normal Bloomington. Yeah, I mean, or maybe that's just a, maybe that's just a a well-known area to go through, you know? I I I don't know. know. I mean, again, it's a different time and place and everything like that, but, I mean, he's saying they were hitchhikers and drifters, so, I mean, even for... Like I said, we saw Mooresville, Missouri, you know, it can't be much of nothing going on there, especially back then. And he's able to get a hold of this many hitchhikers and drifters, you know, uh, who knows like what they kind of, you know, how like the city I'm from, our claim to fame was like, if you, if you wanted to go to Myrtle Beach from a certain area, you had to go through <laughs> us. Like, fuck yeah. you. You can ignore us, but you will see us. <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of thing. Uh, but know. yeah, it seems like they fucked up when, I mean, they were dealing with some of these younger cats. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like I said, Jack McCormick, uh, you know, older guy, ended up catching him up for it. And mm-hmm. that got the police out there. And that leads us up to the point where they get arrested. So the prosecutors roll in. And they end up offering Faye a deal, obviously. <laughs> you know, they're like, fuck it, you need a roll. <laughs> You're elderly, you don't want to go to prison for <laughs> she, long. Made, she made a quilt out of the people <laughs> they killed clothes. This, this broad is fucking nuts. <laughs> We can flip her. There's <laughs> yeah. got to be a way to fucking flip her. Yeah. Um, so, and they offered her deal if she revealed to the investigators the location of the remaining bodies or just, you know, even more bodies what they had already found. And her only charge would be the conspiracy to commit murder, which would only result in only a few months of jail for her cooperation. Now, yeah. that is some enticing that shit there. But, I would, Faye, ro- I would roll on you for that. I would. You wouldn't catch us in that. Sorry, just saying. Would not happen. Just letting you know, like, yeah. you're like, how much do you love me? There, you know, a lot. <laughs> you know. Excuse me. But we've established I'm not going to be good in prison. <laughs> so if you if you don't want me to flip on you, you telling me you want me to hang myself in my cell. <laughs> and I'm okay with that if that's what you need is my last act. But no, you won't be seeing me again once I go in. <laughs> That's a hell of a way of putting it. I am done for. When they take me out of that courthouse, you will never see me again. (laughs) I will hang myself that evening. No, I will not be a pin cushion for any game. But yeah, yeah, so despite this great offer, uh, she ended up kind of covering for her husband, telling prosecutors of how unaware she was of Ray's killing. Ray was down as fuck. But I mean, really, in all honesty, you can love somebody and be like, I don't want to be the person that rolls them underneath the bus, but they're probably going to go to jail anyways because of the shit they've been up to. 
I, mean, I don't. I don't know what happened. I didn't know he was killing people. I. I don't know. That seems like a really easy way to do it. Raise one of them old backwood Ozark boys, dude. He's probably uh. hanging a fucking hammer down there. <laughs> She's like, I'm not letting go of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all them goddamn kids. Yeah, and you know, and yeah, if well, he goes to prison, if the he'll dick's be all good, right. I guess. Have you seen his dick? He'll be fine in prison. <laughs> like, you know? Regardless, the Copelands were soon uh, arraigned on five counts of first degree murder, yep. despite the them trying to bargain. Yeah. Yeah, they couldn't. They ended up not being able to make uh, a deal with Faye. So on November 1st of 1990, mm. then 69, <laughs> 69-year-old Faye Copeland went on trial. Joe, she claimed that Ray committed the murders without her knowledge and that she suffered from battered woman syndrome. Wow. So now, now she's Now she's a flipping, tune. yeah. She's like, I'm going to make my own deal. Um, however, the evidence against her was solid again. They have like, a bitch, list you're of making a list her, with X's. She's Xing all. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. Their fucking their last clothes. Anyone who loved them saw them wear. Faye fucking Copeland made a quilt out of yeah. it. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Like, I would tell you now, I love sewing. The level of commitment it takes to make a goddamn quilt is way fucking up there. And that's the thing that's tripping me the fuck out. Well, she I, really enjoyed these people being killed if she made a goddamn quilt. Am I, is there no one around her <laughs> that is going to be like, look, mm. they caught you with a list of the bodies they found in your handwriting with an X next to them with your no, handwriting see, my... and a quilt that they, when they kicked down the door, you were currently sewing it. You need to take a plea deal. You are not going to get See, I want to know, though, if she actually, like, sewed the list into the quilt. Nah, nah. Dude, like. I mean, that'd be dope, but paper square. But, like, I don't know if, like, if you've ever had a handmade quilt, like, come from, like, a relative or anything, but usually what they'll do is, I mean, like, they'll, they'll actually you know, sew out a date or something, and it actually, you can, it's very legible. You know, Wait, so it's so common to write so, on quilts. So you think that she may have quilted the list? Yeah. That's <laughs> that what would, I think. That would be epic. Oh my gosh. That would, I would have got you, dude, that would have been epic, but I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so, but that would have been really epic. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the evidence was solid. She was found guilty of all five charges against her, and she was sentenced to death by lethal injection. For four of the counts and a life wow. sentence without parole for the fifth. Now, Joe... She Mark, just got walloped. <laughs> she did. She didn't want to fucking work with him. I, dude, yeah, if they offer you a deal, like you, you better be innocent if you're turning down a deal. Um, on March 7th, 1991, Joe, tell us about how, what went down with 76-year-old Ray when he goes to trial. That's old-ass motherfucker, yeah. So he was found guilty, obviously, of the same charges, and then he was also sentenced to death by lethal injection. But two years later, so in, in what, 1993, 1993, he ended up passing away while waiting for execution. Um, he was actually staying at the Potosi Correctional Facility. So he didn't even have to go through, nope. you know, his execution. Um, on August 6th of 1999, Judge Ortree? Ortree Smith. Okay, Ortree Smith yeah. overturns Faye, uh, overturned Faye's death sentence because the evidence of her involvement wasn't enough to warrant such a sentence. So that's an interesting twist of events. Well, yeah, she but, was sentenced in 90, so I mean, almost So that's her later. constantly doing that petition, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah for I mean, review. Almost nine years later, they finally got... Uh, you know, had something happen, but 
she was to remain in prison due to the still standing yeah. murder conviction. So now this prompted outrage from several uh, several women's rights like activist groups. Uh, they they protested uh, Faye still being you know locked up and argued that you know she was no longer a threat to society. Um, however, n- no one listened to these protests and what I don't blame did, What he kind of did stood. Uh, but now, Joe, in December of two thousand. Yeah. Uh, there was an attempt to reinstate Faye's death sentence uh, a month prior, around in uh, October, so, November. Okay. Uh, but Tom and Jeanette Block, founders of the Missourians Against State Killing Mask oh, organization, continued uh, that you know to fight for Faye's release from prison. You know, requesting that people send in letters of support. Uh, there was a petition for her release that was. Uh, Sorry, a, a petition for her release was also uh, pet- uh, going to be granted by the then governor of Missouri, Roger Wilson. Uh, Joe, on August 10th of 2002, Faye suffered a stroke that left her partially paralyzed mm. and she couldn't talk anymore. Mm. She was paroled weeks later to the Morningside Center nursing home in her uh, in Harrison, Arkansas. Oh, so they were kind of just prepping her for death then, because, yeah. yeah, they're getting her closer to her home. Yeah. Okay, so and then on December 30, 2003, Faye passed away at the age of 82. Yep. Um, and so when... That's... that's Ray and Kay Copeland uh, actually left behind five kids and 17 grandchildren. This is what I don't get. Where were the kids at? Like... During these trials and shit. Uh, I'm curious if they ever came out and talked about it. Because that's an interesting thing to be like a grown ass fucking adult. And holy shit, my parents are fucking serial killers. Uh, yeah, I mean, but then there's the, sh- the the shock of it all, you know. My cause... mom was stupid enough to make a goddamn quilt. Right. <laughs> like, that would... Like... I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just tripping out on that. I mean, it's... I mean... That's a hard way to go down. <laughs> like that really that's is. A that's stupid thing. That's a bad way. That's not a good look. You know no. what I'm saying? Is and but yeah. I mean, I don't know if the kids were really close to them or anything. I couldn't find any like quotes from like the kids in court or, or anything like that. So you know, Man, that's I, that's a trip though. Just to be grown and just be like, damn, mom and dad got just got picked up. Right? And it looks like they're they're gonna die. <laughs> Right? What'd they like, do? They was killing people. <laughs> well, again, yeah, I mean, and they were doing it when they were older. You know, I mean, again, that's, you know, that's why. It, maybe it was one of those things where, like, you kind of were like, I'm not surprised Dad did, but holy shit, Mom was in on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Really? Well, I don't know, man. Considering she was making the quilts, maybe they were like, I can't believe Dad did it. <laughs> we all knew Mom was fucking nuts. <laughs> you know, about the, about the, you know. Yeah, no. Oh, God. They're like, after the third time of watching her try to make her own fucking hair tampons. No, no. We knew something was wrong with this woman. Uh, but yeah, so like I said, they were convicted of five murders, uh, but are, you know, suspected to, to have, you know, a dozen, a dozen plus yeah. actual victims. So that's it. And I, I will say this out front, because that is, that is all about Ray and Faye Copeland. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a shorter episode this week. It was... One of those situations. We didn't mean for it to be, but it kind of worked out best because of my schooling schedule. I'm supposed to be going on spring break come next week, but I got this enormous fucking exam coming up on Friday that John knows I've been just like chilling out the dining table and fucking just studying my tail off. So it kind of worked out good that it was a short episode because we didn't, I didn't have much time to prepare and hopefully it didn't. 
It did. And I just you I couldn't thought tell. This was, I thought this was a great a great story. I yeah. never heard of these. No. Uh, couple killers are always cool. I know the band Copeland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah, like a husband and wife, and the fact that they're so old and stuff yeah. like that. Like I know it's not gruesome, but you know. I, I really, I don't know. I just I love the obscure ones, though, too. I love the gruesomeness of a guy. I mean, can you think about being 27 years old, years old and getting fucking shot like corporal punishment style to the back of your fucking head while you're on your knees by a dude that's like <laughs> 70? I know, right? Like, that's, I know. that's just all around. Like, I mean, that's some Clint Eastwood shit right I there, I was about bro. to say some Wild Wild West shit. Okay, yeah. Right. Yeah, but, I agree uh, but, with you. But, yep. Yeah, that's that's the story of the uh, the Ray and Faye Copeland, as, yeah. as we titled it. They were thieves, killers, grandparents. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of Spread the Dread. We've already got uh, the next two episodes are already scripted. Mm-hmm. We know what they're going to be. Um, and of course, we've got a big catalog of, of, of other topics that we haven't even you know scraped the surface on those things yet. So again, don't forget... Uh, our past four episodes were all about African-American serial killers in honor of Black History Month in February. So if you missed any of those, go check them out. And as always, the place to be is where, Joe? SpreadTheDreadPodcast.com, Yes, obviously. and when you go there, you're going to find all of the different streaming platforms that you can catch us on. You're going to find a player with all the episodes you can listen to right there. You're going to find links to our social media, our store, and our donations so you can find it all right there. And again, don't forget, if you'd like to get a couple of free stickers from us, you need to leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. And Take, send us the proof yep, send the <laughs> with screen, the address. Yep, screenshot that and send it with your mailing address to our IG, our Facebook, or spreadthedreadpodcast at gmail.com, and we will get you some free stickers out there. Joe, you got anything else? No, I'm great. All right, everybody. Thank you all again for listening to another episode of Spread the Dread Podcast. Whether you're listening morning, noon, or night, you better do it exactly like our man Jack Torrance tells you to. Why don't you start right now and get the fuck out of here?